You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome back to The Basement Binge, continuing our watch through the MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe with Captain Marvel, getting near the end. My name's Harrison. I'm Kelton. And I'm Cade. Let's get to it. First segment of this of this uh, episode here is the spoiler wall. This is where we'll give our take about this movie without spoiling it for you, so we won't ruin anything, and you can go out and watch it yourself, see what you think, and come back and... and here are taking banter and complaints about it or love about it. Either way, we'll see you about this in this episode. But um, uh, before going on, I want to further encourage you guys, if you like this episode, if you really can forward to watch, listening to this one, um, go check out Inception. This, that's my favorite movie of all time. That movie, we made an episode about that one, and it's been, that was a blast to do, talking about this, the, this about that confusing movie and just breaking it down and having fun with it. So if you like this movie, you know, head over to that one. That's that's a great episode. You can find that um, as you search for our our podcast. But let's get to it. One minute for each of us for the spoiler wall. Who wants to go first? I have a timer set up right here. Let me get it started. One full minute to ourselves. Let's see. Kelton, you want to start? I say you go first. You start it. You go. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll like my take. All right, send let's it, go. dude. Here's mine. So this movie, without without further ado, this is one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Boo! Hey, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll say this though. Like this movie, you know, I had a lot of hatred on, it and I was really biased about it. And this movie is this movie's good. You know, saying that it's the least favorite of the Marvel movies, it's, you know, it doesn't give it justice for, like, what actually happened and everything. Um, it's a good origin story. Uh, it's a good nostalgia movie, too. It feels so good. It's just a, a blo- you know, all of the things that it calls back to back in the 90s, because that, that's the timeline of this movie. Um, it's just a whole lot of fun. I recommend watching this movie if you really want to feel nostalgia. And you know, fun banter and stuff. Um, go ahead and watch it. Give it a sh- give give it a run. Give it a chance, and you'll really enjoy it. But that's my take. That's my spoiler wall. 
Okay, who's next? All right, Harrison, you want to take it? I will. Okay, it's summertimer. Go for it. All right, backstory. I saw this movie in theaters when it came out, and I had a good time, and I smiled, and I walked out of the theater, and uh, that was it. And I didn't really feel great or bad about it. It was just that was that was fun. I had a good time with my wife, and I enjoyed it. And then people got really divisive about it, and people hated it, and I really wasn't sure. My opinion was really fluid about what I thought about it. And it wasn't until I, I heard another podcast, someone talking about it, that I, I really understood how much I appreciated it. And then I rewatched it for the second time ever for this podcast, and I loved it. I love this movie. It is it is super nostalgic. It is super fun. Captain Marvel and Brie Larson as Carol Danvers is great. Love that. Um, acting is super fun. Everybody's having a good time. It is a fun movie to enjoy. Like I feel the same way this time as I did in the theater where I was just having a good time along with everyone who was actually acting in the movie, in addition to how good it is in a bunch of other ways, but that would spoil it. So would I recommend this movie? Definitely. Even if you're not into Marvel movies, I recommend this movie. I love this movie. All right, Cade, you got my timer? All right, Kel, you're ready. Go for it. All right, okay, guys. Captain Marvel. Hot. Dang, she's so freaking hot, dude. <laughs> I cannot remember <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> point is okay i didn't just enjoy the movie because she's hot but this movie the first time i watched it in movie theaters i got so freaking hyped i absolutely loved it it was so dang good and you could tell my in my mcu rankings i'll get into that later but this movie is very very fun the first time um it kind of plays off of you don't know like, you are in the same boat as the main character where you don't know jack squat about what's happening and you kind of reverse backwards. And you find out along with the main characters in the movie what the heck's going on, the situation, the backstory, um, everything. Uh, and so it's really it's really fun that way. It's, it's full of surprises and it has some big twists, I feel like. Um, at least for me. Watching other MCU movies will play a big key into this. into this, I feel like. Um, because if you go into with like zero knowledge or memory or like any intelligence about like who is good and bad in the MCU, it will, I feel like alter your view or perspective of this movie. But the point is this movie's a lot of fun. I love the action. Um, the CGI is very cool, but yeah. And then freaking Brie Larson's hot. So like you can't complain here guys. <laughs> so I would recommend this movie for sure. If you have not seen it. Because it is a great movie. Yes. So, besides Cade, we definitely recommend this movie. 100%. So that wraps up the spoiler wall. <laughs> that wraps up the spoiler wall here. If you guys haven't seen this movie, go watch it. Go enjoy it. Sign up for Disney Plus or wherever it's on. Rent it. It's worth the renting price, I promise. And just go enjoy this movie. Um, but we have a few announcements here. Before we jump into our regular schedule program, we got a lot of announcements, actually. Super exciting things going on. So we are officially launching our Patreon. Um, kind of a good or bad time, however you look at it, during the quarantine. But So if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a way for you to support your creatives of any kind. So you go set up your Patreon page, and there's different tiers. Our lowest tier, you can sign up to support us for as little as $2 a month. In addition to our incredible thanks and helping us continue doing what we love here 
You also get a lot of different perks, things like a Discord chat where you can talk to us directly. You get control over voting over the episodes. You get access to extra episodes. I mean, there's even a tier where we'll give you a movie to rent. So check that out. That that's one of the that's one of the tiers. And I have a little announcement with our Patreon. We have a goal for to get 15 people to sign up for our Patreon. The first 15 people that sign up will get a limited edition exclusive Patreon sign up hat that no one else will ever receive we'll, we'll make more merch in the future but you will never ever get a hat like this again unless you are one of the first 15 people to sign up for patreon now another announcement i have I, I know some people aren't too keen about this movie but star wars the last jedi i have an extra uh digital code here that is a for a 4k movies anywhere redemption of it the first person to sign up for the picky with your poison tier that's nine dollars a month you will get this code just in addition to your monthly rent on us, I'm just going to give that toe to you because it's an extra one I have and I'm feeling generous. So go check out our Patreon. The link to that is in the show notes, of course, or just go to patreon.com slash thebasementbench. Other thing for you guys to check out, we got a YouTube channel. So we're putting all our, uh, just search the basement binge on YouTube. Again, also linked in the description, but we have a Skype call. That's how we're recording this during quarantine. And those Skype calls are going to be uploaded on our Patreon now. So you can see how much I talk with my hands and how stupid I look. But, yeah, go subscribe <laughs> yeah, there if you guys it. want to see come what we it. actually look like. Uh, so, yeah, check out our YouTube channel. Um, speaking of YouTube channel, I'm sorry, there's so many announcements. Coming up, as you guys know, we're approaching the end of the MCU. We got this movie and two more. And then we're done with Phase 1 until Black Widow comes out, whenever that's going to happen. So when we get to re-ranking the Marvel movies like we did before this, we're going to live stream that on our YouTube channel so you guys can watch us debate over which movie is worst and why Infinity War is at the bottom live Whoa. on YouTube. <laughs> Bruh. Hold uh, your fire until we, get, until we get there. Okay, now last announcement, and then we'll move on. We Right after our live stream with the – not right after, but the next week after. We're going to have a Q&A segment, so that's in four weeks from now. So hit us up on social media. Email us if that's something you're into. If you want, we can you can write us a letter. You know, DM us, and we'll send you our address to sell us a letter if you want. I don't know, whatever. Submit your questions about us, about our taking movies, about us as a person, whatever it is you want to do, so we can answer those four weeks from now. So quick rundown. Check out our Patreon. Check out our YouTube channel. Look out for the live stream of the Marvel re-rank, and submit us your questions for our Q&A. Wow, that was a lot of announcements. Here we go. On to the leg regular scheduled program with a brand new segment. Woo! Okay, guys, this is something I'm very looking forward to. So we did a podcast with someone else this past week, Jonathan from My My Highlight. And we did a little Q&A thing about us. And it was actually really fun to talk about things we like and we want we have discussed and we have agreed that we want our listeners you guys to know a little bit more about us so we're adding this segment every week i have a hundred different questions all ready to go and we're going to do a rant they're like kind of like get to know you questions but more fun and not like super cringy and gross that we think of like high school or anything but it's gonna be a little fun we're gonna have you know just a quick answer to this question but harrison so would you guess a number a random number between 1 and 100, please. 13. Favorite number. 13. All right. What makes you laugh the most? Oh, what makes me laugh Ooh, the most? I want to answer this yep. question. Oh. You know, if, uh, if I'm answering... No, yeah, we first, all get to. So, we, we're okay, all going to answer okay, the question. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Not, I don't want to pick another number. I want to I I answer this question. 
Okay, so what makes me laugh the most? Honestly, it's like little mannerisms or things people do that are funny, either intentionally or unintentionally. Like, like Mr. Bean, for example. Like, one of the greats about Mr. Bean is like his physical comedy is above that of almost anything else. But like, people doing that in real life, like moving their head a certain way, their hands, or like just little mannerisms that people do for humor or unintentionally like if it's a good one i will just laugh at that harder than anything else so yeah that's that's what makes me laugh the hardest maybe not the oh, most consistently right. but the hardest okay dope all right Cade, what you got what makes you laugh the most yo oh my gosh okay dumb stuff straight up this is dumb <laughs> stuff like it's it's really when you look at it as a whole uh, you look back at it it's really it's really stupid it's you know snotty comments um it's just really acting like a doofus, and it come. It, it can happen at work. It can happen at, you know, during this. It can happen, um, just day to day things. It's it's very much random and spontaneous stuff. Where like you kind of just like, okay, I'll just tell. I just have to explain. This one time, <laughs> Kelton and I were at work, and we have the radio playing when we're working in construction and stuff. And most of the time, it's it's. Um, like old rock music, sometimes it's, it's it's a whole mixture of stuff, um, of rap and that post Malone. Anyways, so a movie, a song comes on and we're, we're working, and then suddenly I turn to Kelton, or it's either me or Kelton turn to each other. And he's like, "Okay, walk across the landing in the dumbest way possible," <laughs> and then we just we just act stupid. Really, that's really all it is. There's no like special formula like how to do it, and uh, it's just funny. And like roasting each other is hilarious. Oh, it's so great. I love it so much. That that's what makes me laugh so hard and just uncontrollable laughter. It's so, it's so funny. I'm, I I think of so many instances in my head about it, but for the sake of time, that's that's what makes me laugh. Really. The most. Uh, yeah, Kate, with that, I think what comes to mind when you see you laugh at dumb stuff is Kung Fu Panda. When he's listening to Tiger's story, and he's getting like, what's it called, the needles? What the is it called? Acupuncture. Yeah, yeah, acupuncture. And Tiger's tells the whole story, and he's just like, <laughs> it's like, man, you're just a dumb, I just think fat panda, like which is like a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so my turn to answer the question: What makes me laugh the most? A bunch of things. I I feel like I'm laughing all the time, but a big one for me is inside jokes. When you could use an inside, oh joke gosh, inside joke that can somehow relate to the current situation, I'm dead, dude. I'm 100% out. Because like, it is so... Because like, if it relates to it at all, it's so dang funny. Like, I'm just dying. So that is... It's hard to say what makes me laugh the most, but that is definitely up there for making me laugh a bunch. So, thank you, everybody. That's a little tidbit to get a little idea of who we are and just get to know us a little better. So... Tune in next week and we'll have another random question. So, question time with Kelton, dude. Let me get my cup of tea out. Anyways, that was weird. That was disgusting. Don't so, ever do that again. <laughs> okay. Next, now back to our regular scheduled program. So, we have our two cents. We get two minutes to talk about our impressions of the movie. So, Kay, do you want to get a timer set for me of two minutes? And I will Go. Go. All right, guys, Captain Marvel. I love this movie, dude. It's like, 
I don't. It's I like. I really like the movie because, um, you really feel like you're in the place of the main character. It's, you know, Captain Marvel, Carol Devere's or Veers, however you want to go like call her. But I I think it's really cool to like go on a journey with the main character to find out like what the heck is happening. Obviously, you know, you have your classic like, okay, memory loss. So now we got to go back figure out who the heck they are, like how they ended up where they are, and all sorts of stuff. And especially when you have big twists of, like, you think is good in the beginning, and then boom, it's, like, bad. It's huge. But I think one of the reasons why I love this movie so much is because how freaking legit Captain Marvel's powers are. Like, every time, I get crazy, crazy chills watching this movie. Like, I almost want to, like, pee my pants or something because it's so sick. Because I get hyped really easy. If you listen to this podcast at all, like, I just do that. Like, that's how I am. So, what are you going to do? But the point is... This movie, I just get super hyped, and this movie has, I love the villain, or, okay, there's like, okay, Talos. I love <laughs> this character, he's so freaking funny throughout the entire movie, and, you know, you could call him a villain, but he's not really, but I love his character, absolutely fantastic, like, yeah, like it comes to the point, like, watching it the second time around, he walks into the room, and I'm already smiling, just because, like, I love him as a character, he's so freaking funny, and, like, his attitude, I'm just all for it, so, fantastic characters, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend this movie, I will say, though, the second time through watching it, it's not as fun, because a lot of this movie depends on you not knowing much, as you're, like, going along, so it's a little different the second time, still fun, but if you haven't watched this, thousand percent go watch this movie right now because it's that good the first time i'll go next i got it okay here here it is so this movie oh here's here's the reason why i don't i i struggle to like this movie it's because um brie larson is a little i don't know she's a little weird she's, she's a bit of a weird character um but uh, Carol Danvers, she's so cocky. And it's like, I'm the best. I'm the best. And she just walks around just like, you know, straight face, hands and fists. Just like, look at me, I'm going to punch your face off. Punch your face off. Ugh. Like, it's just, it comes off and it's like, okay, that's just so much ego. And I just don't give a crap about your ego. So that's what I have such like a big deal with. It's like there's so many, you know, frames where it shows Carol Danvers' fist. It's like, it's like Arthur, the meme art of Arthur, where his fist kind of like goes into a fist and he's like just mad, you know? Like, that's what it reminds me of. Every time she gets her hands into her fist, it's like, okay, all right. I'm all powerful, okay. But, all right, that's my half of this two cents. Here's my other half of it. This movie has... <laughs> so... <laughs> Sorry, this movie, this movie has some pretty awesome nostalgia in it, and the, 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 okay, the, the movie itself is like the nostalgia in it, and the, the music is nostalgic, and Nick Fury in this movie is so good, he's so funny, and here's the thing, is that I realized that, you know, Nick Fury balances out Captain Marvel's ego. And it makes it enjoyable to watch. And it's funny. Because they banter back and forth. 
and Fury can keep up with her ego, and it's funny, and I love it. It's so much fun, and I love watching that. All my favorite scenes has Nick Fury in it, but I'm out of time, but I guess most of that. Are you just laughing about the Arthur meme? I am, dude. I don't even know what you're talking about. What does that mean? See, I feel like this is an inside joke thing. Like, Okay. So Kate and I, Kate and I love Arthur, like, like the TV so show, much. like the, like the yes. cartoon. The TV show Arthur, <laughs> yes. where it's the artwork, Arthur. We watched it yeah, as a like kid. Kate, Kate and I could, to this day, sing the theme song for it. Because <laughs> we watch it so much. But anyways, the point is, like, just the thought of him comparing, like, Captain Marvel to Arthur. And there's this meme of where it doesn't show Arthur, but it's just his fist. Like, he's, like, standing, but you see his fist... And like, it's just like a meme of like when you're pissed or just like, I don't know. It's really funny. And so like him applying a meme to it just made me laugh really hard. I'm going to look it up before my two cents starts. <laughs> yeah, look up, this, this meme is a very, it's, it, got, oh, it was really coming out that this in like 2018. Of, of, <laughs> <laughs> Arthur's fist. That's all it shows. He's just mad. Just mad fist. <laughs> Oh my god! That's yeah, what goes through my head when I see Carol Danvers like fish pumping. It starts glowing. I'm like, okay, I'm going Arthur mad on you. <laughs> that's what I hear. That's what I see. But my two cents that. is done. You know, this might come down I, as one of I, the best I, two cents I've ever given on our podcast. But we'll leave it as it is. We'll let Harrison give his two cents. All right. All right yeah. Okay. Here we go. First, as funny as that was, I cannot disagree with you more, Cade, <laughs> which I'll get into <laughs> later. But that was it was hilarious what you had to say, but you're totally wrong. Uh, I really like this movie. It's like just a super fun, like nostalgic 90s buddy cop movie where you have like the overconfident, over ambitious, like newbie. And then the other person's like, we're cool. We're cool. And that's like Nick Fury and Carol Danvers. And it's just a fun thing i agree with kelton it's kind of hard to enjoy the second time because a lot of it has to do with like the suspicion and that you are discovering at the same time as carol but it's still fun the second time because carol's power is like sure maybe she is op i'm sure kevin feige's got some great plan to deal with that later but like every fight scene she's in is just fun like the fight scene when her like her fists are tied not tied up but like in those things like she's just like wrecking people and like the scene where she just screams at the dude like she's just having a good time just beating people up with her hands tied in these tube things it's just fun and then at the end when she just like wrecks one of Ronan's ships and then like does like the fist pound and like the oh. the power comes out and she's in binary mode that it's just like oh! it's so cool and it, it's just fun to enjoy um yeah, the music, the soundtrack is a ton of fun. Um, I have a lot of good things to say about the actors in this movie. Uh, Carol Danvers is a tough character, uh, if you know anything about the comics. She's a complicated character. And Brie Larson, especially in the way this character is written in this movie, plays her perfectly. Um, you can tell that both Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson are having the time of their life. Like, Sam, First off, Samuel L. Jackson is like, de-aging. No, nobody can say that that does not look perfect. Like, there is not a moment where you're like, that's old Samuel L. Jackson. Like, that looks like young Samuel L. Jackson. So well done. But you can tell that they're just having a good time, like, genuinely. Like, when they're laughing, either they're super good at acting, but they're laughing, like, feels genuine. Like, they enjoy time. being with each other. And it's just that joy and the fun of a buddy cop movie comes back when you watch it. So, that's our two cents. I think... 
we're gonna get a little divided on this episode here uh particularly myself because i have my appreciation in this movie has definitely grown so anyway pick your poison and marvel mcu rankings so pick your poison is our personal ranking here at the basement binge where we decide between four options this movie qualifies to never watch again to stream if it's on a streaming service you're already subscribed to and you're just looking for something to watch and you don't have anything picked out and you're like nah sure i'll watch it step above that is you know you would go out and pay a few bucks to rent the movie and last but not least the highest ranking is to buy it you'd pay full price for it so you can re-watch it as many times as you want so it can be yours um i'll go first if you haven't guessed already this movie is a buy i intentionally saved re-watching this movie until now and i'm sad that i did because this movie is fun like I know that I'm going to put this up there as one of those movies and one of those Marvel movies that I will go to to enjoy whenever I just, I want to watch a movie that I really like. Captain Marvel is on that list. So, yes, definitely buy. All right, Calvin. All right. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> bye. <laughs> that's, the, that's the tweet, dude. That's all I got to say. That's all she bye, wrote? Bye, dude. That easy. Slide over nah, the cake. dude. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Look, all right. My, for me, it's streaming service, and that's as high as it'll get for me for this movie. Now, the reason is it's not the reason why it's not a never watch again. It's because there's some good parts about this. You know, there's Nick Fury, there's Agent Coulson in this movie. There's so many callbacks, nostalgia. It's it's just a lot of fun, and uh, it's. It's just a great. It's a good movie, but it's only good for being for a streaming service. Nothing else higher than that, in my opinion, because 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 that's that's the reason. I just don't like it that much. Boom! Boom me all you want. Bring it. I don't. Dude, I. Don't I care. Your reasoning is just because that's how it is, bruh. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get more into it as we talk about least least in likes. We talk about binge okay. points. We talk about falling. But I just that's my poison. I'm picking it. That's how it is. Okay. Well, you picked wrong, and all you right, picked the poison right. that's gonna kill you. Like I'm that dude in Indiana <laughs> Jones when the first guy picks the wrong goblet, and he's like, like some dude just like melts away into nothing, and then some old knight just like turns and looks at Indy. He's like, he chose poorly. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Gotta, like, this dude just melted. That. Like, yeah. <laughs> we gotta cue that audio after each bad pick your poison <laughs> take. You chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually gonna try to do that in the edit. I don't know. Is that copyright? Who knows? Oh, but it'd be funny. You just love it. Okay, ranking. Here we go. So, if you guys don't know, you should go and listen to our MCU ranking where before we started the MCU saga, we went through all 23 movies personally and ranked them and then came up with an average from them. And my pick for Captain Marvel out of 23, sadly, I regret to say, is at 17. Um, hold on. Let me defend it by saying <laughs> I only saw this in theaters. It had been a little while since I saw it in theaters, and I'd heard so many negative things about it. My opinion was so fluid that I was like, I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember why I enjoyed it. Like, I just had a good time, and that's all I thought. So, like, hearing other people think about it, it just, like, kind of sunk down in my mind, and I didn't think about it as much, although I genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, so it just, like, wasn't as present in my memory. I don't know. But having rewatched it, yes, that movie is definitely going up, like, top ten. Confidently saying this movie's going to be in top ten. 
Oh yeah. All right, guys. All right. Mine. All right, dude. The one true person one who true actually person? loved it the who first time. Yo, I'm your brother. That's who I am. Nah, bro. But I had Captain Marvel at number seven. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's at a good range where I'm at. But I'm inter- I'm excited to see where I rank it in the future. But yeah, it's at seven right now. Dabbage, bro. Do you want to know where I rank this? Do you want to know? It's at number no. two, three, bottom. <laughs> okay, bottom you cannot on, like. Here. I know. I okay. I know that people dislike this movie. Like, I've had so many people when I shared on my Instagram, my personal one, that I was gonna move this movie above Infinity War. So many people were DMing me like, "No way!" Like, Infinity War is way better, especially better than Captain Marvel. Like, people just hate on this movie. That's fine. If you don't like the movie, you're wrong. But that's fine. You can have your opinion. But you cannot honestly say that this movie is worse than The Incredible Hulk. Like. That movie is just bad. Like, if you don't like Let the character finish. of Brie Larson, how do you like the character of Edward Norton's Bruce Wayne? Like, he just mopes around and then turns into a green guy that's horrible CGI and fights another horrible CGI green character, and that's the end of the movie. There's no character to it. It is such a bad movie. You cannot say this is worse. Like, I know the – oh, I just – it's – no. <laughs> we broke Harrison. <laughs> okay, all right, hear me out. Two, three, at the bottom. You, let me say well, gonna, my response to it. If it's going to move up or down, it's going to move up. Oh, okay. One spot. Quiet. <laughs> oh, my bruh. Okay. One spot. It is, not, it is not better than Thor. I mean, sorry. It's, it is not it's worse not, than it's Thor. Not, it's not. It's worse than Thor Dark World. Because. No. And here's no. the reason why. Here's the reason why. Loki. Loki keeps that above Captain Marvel because Loki is hilarious. Loki no, is Loki, the man. First, Loki thrives dude, the, on that in that in that movie. No, the, the first Thor. True. The first Thor, though. Straight Thor garbage, Thor, man. man. Thor is Thor. Yeah, Thor is Thor, but we're not talking about who Thor is. We're talking about his movie. That movie was garbage, dog. You just get to watch him be all sad and pouty and then fight some lame freaking robot thing, and I fall asleep. Yeah. Thor so Thor is dope. But the first, the movie, the first, first Thor movie, absolute trash. Yeah, I if you can guys go back say, to the, if you guys go back to the episode of Thor, the where we record and we talk about the po- in our podcast about the movie Thor and how crappy it is and stuff. But then you can listen on my banter about my take on it is that I connected with Thor as a kid. That movie was made in what two thousand, what eleven? How old were you? Nine was nine years ago. Was I not? It was nine years ago. So I was like, I was 15. So like, I like looked up to Thor. So I'm pretty biased with Thor. You guys knew that. Because I was, I was really bringing up, trying to, you know, defend Thor and Thor Dark World. And I convinced you guys that Thor Dark World didn't just straight up suck. Oh, no. I, I, you're not wrong there. But I've like, ne- that's, I've never that's the Thor reason why I'm, I'm ranking Thor, you know, above Captain Marvel. Because I... Thor's Thor, man. Like I, you know, I it's can Thor's Thor, say, though. but it's Thor's Thor's Thor. In my re-ranking, Thor is going to be number twenty-two. I already know that, and I already know that the Incredible Hulk <laughs> is going to be number five million because it's just awful. Like, just don't like those movies. Kate, you keep arguing about Thor: Dark World, but we're not hating on that. We're hating on Thor. The first Thor is garbage, and Loki in it isn't that great either. Yeah, he's, so a, we're he's talking... a bit of a pansy in that one. That's why it's so yeah, low. Yeah, so we're saying... That's why it's so low. Is, is Thor in my top ten? No. It's no, pretty low, too. No, but we're saying... We're saying Captain Marvel 
a thousand percent deserves to be above the Incredible Hulk and Thor. Minimum, like, for you, it's got to be a 21, dog. <laughs> Anything else? Or I you, know, correct. I don't know. We'll have to wait till the episode. Or you're brain you dead, dog. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't brain dead. There is Man. people out there who agree with me. The other brain deads, dude. <laughs> I, okay. I, I'm just going to say this now because I know I'm going to get, like, really heated about it because it just bothers me. I feel like the people who hate on this movie are hate on either Brie Larson or they just totally misunderstand the character of Carol Danvers. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anymore because I'll get really frustrated because it just bothers me. And that's not the point of this podcast. This. <laughs> yeah, I will say this, though. Is that, like, Brie Larson, she had this whole weird thing about it before the movie, how she's, like, better than Thrones and Thor, all that stuff. Moving that aside, we're talking about just, just the movie here. We're not talking about actors. We're not talking about actresses. We're not talking about, you know, people out of this movie. It's just, it's just the, we re-rank and talk about movies here. And so, movie to movie... That's where I'm. That's where I'm sitting right now. I'm, I might change my mind. I might not. So, yeah, yeah, we'll you know, see. It might. It might move opinions. up. It might move down. It might not even stay put. So, all right. I can't guarantee anything until we get to that ranked episode because that's gonna be that's gonna be a hunk of just meat to have to really bite into to get this all yeah. figured out of where things fit. That's gonna be intense. All right. Well, I think that's enough of our disagreement over the rankings. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to this from this uh, this next take. Let's do this. Binge points. Little references. This movie is built for that. Just like how Guardians of the Galaxy was. This is where little references, little posters on the side, little you know takes, little you know. We couldn't be, it could be comments, it could be banter, it could be just things you see in the movie, things you hear in the movie. Um, let's get to it. I have one binge point. That I, got, I, I saw it and I got so excited. And it's when, it's when uh, this binge point is when she falls into the Blockbuster uh, video store. And she... R.I.P. Um, <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> But there's a point when she, she's walking out of the movie theater. You look, you're still looking at the blockbuster store. You see a poster of the movie Babe in the background with, like the, with pig. the pig. Yeah, like was that a movie? Where I forgot that about that movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's let's go to the blockbuster down the street and pay our five bucks to get our Babe VHS. Man, that was riveting. <laughs> No, there's so many better VHSs to rent than Babe. <laughs> I mean, maybe Babe Two: Pig in the City because it's directed by George Miller, but like the first one, it's a pig. <laughs> Kelton's dying here. He's out. I just, He's gone. Like, aren't advertise? Isn't the point of an advertisement <laughs> to draw right. people into your store to spend money? I if I saw that, I'd be like, what? No. Dude. Harrison. No, but think about it. Think about it. Think about it. When we watched that movie, how old were you? How old were you when you watched that movie? Have you seen it first? Have you seen it? Yes, I have. And I wasn't old enough to even go to Blockbuster. So even if I wanted to, I, I, Mom, can we rent Babe? I've seen it 500 times. <laughs> go to the man. library. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. I'll say this though. Okay, there is on. a specific, there's a specific rankings for these kind of movies of like Babe, for instance. And like Charlotte's Web, those movies are for movies you watch at Grandma's house. 
So you don't need to go to Blockbuster. Grandma's right? already got it. She's right? got like four copies it's of it. you watch Grandma's. I just, I'm not disagreeing with the movie. Babe's fine. I just I'm just pointing out there was a Babe poster. I'm not saying that it was worth a Blockbuster purchase. You know what? We've found, we've discovered. Can we read the, Babe? The reason that Blockbuster has ended was because they were too busy advertising Babe. They spent way too much marketing on a stupid movie about a Babe. What movies were out during that time? Really? Think about it. I mean, that's, is that hey. all they had? We'll okay, we'll guys, to, we'll I just out. want to say, Harrison, your your whole, like, babe, what the heck? But then, you're like, at least do babe, too, because it's directed, but you just go off. <laughs> Dude, we got a babe expert right here. <laughs> hey, I know my pigs, man. Hey, if, you know the, if, you know, if you know the director of babe, I'm sorry. I don't. I just <laughs> know that George Miller directed babe, too, big of the city, because I really like George Miller. <laughs> Everybody, oh welcome gosh. the professional movie guru, Harrison. <laughs> I mean, we got IMDb right. here. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get divisive about a binge point. It's a totally fine binge point. I'm just bewildered at Blockbuster. Why they're advertising Babe, but I will I'll let it go because there's way better things to they talk about. They advertise the right stuff. That movie, I think probably it's like a callback of some sort. but Maybe it was significant at the time. I don't know. I wasn't alive then. All right, what other binge points we got? Oh, man, Stan Lee in that, like, opening thing, like, the movie started and it showed, like, the Marvel logo thing, and I was like, why? Well, who is this? Oh, it's Stan Lee. And then I was sad. You know, I miss Stan Lee. May he rest in peace. But that's a really sad binge point, yeah. so let me pick out a bigger one here. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is a binge point, but I'll mention now. Casting Ben Mendelsohn as Talos, perfect casting point. Like, if you want to trick us, cast, like, the all-time Hollywood bad guy. Name a movie where Ben Mendelsohn was not a bad guy. Captain Marvel is the only one. Like, just great casting choice there. Uh, the other thing, and I just have to bring it up now, my one fault with this movie that I absolutely hate, no matter what, I haven't had come up with a good reason. They ruined Nick Fury's eye. They kept hinting at it throughout the movie. Like, there was like two times that people were like, how's your eye? They, they, and then it was a stupid... Asked, it was like after the car crash... Yeah. Oh, it bothered it's me so much. Dumb. Like, I, I was worried going into this movie for the first time that they were going to do something about his eye. And then I was like, you know, oh, just, that's all I'm going to say. It was stupid to have him lose his eye from the cat. Whatever. Hmm. I actually disagree there. I actually, I think, I don't know. I think it's awesome. Like, really funny knowing that it was a cat that, like, made Nick Fury lose his eye. I don't know. I, 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 I liked it as a viewer of the movie, but okay. each their own. In, in the movie, okay, I, I agree with you. In the movie, it was really funny. Like, it, it wasn't... The problem I have with it is because there's a one line in Winter Soldier. I think it's Winter Soldier. Where he's like, the last time I trusted someone, I lost an she eye. Or something. Like, yeah. And she it's like a super intense it it's like, moment. Oh. Yeah, but it's earlier where he says, I think it's like, I the last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. And it's like... What the what the, what the cat do to you? you like trusted a cat. Uh, okay. So like yeah, I can see from that standpoint standpoint it's yeah. But like if that line didn't exist in the Marvel universe, I'd have no problem with it. So like I don't know. I guess I just got to deal with my stupid care about a made up universe that doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Any yeah. other big points? I, yeah, I actually do. So when uh, Veers is back when she first lands on Earth, she crashes in the blockbuster. And she goes to Radio Shack, 
to build a communicator. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but on the phone booth, she actually took apart a Game Boy, like one of the first Game, oh, really? Game Boy colors. Yeah, it has like the box and it has it like broken oh, yeah, up. Yeah. And she used stuff from the Game Boy to like make her um, communicator to speak with like the Cree and everything. So I, I was cool. like, hey, that's sick. So I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I like that too. I also say that I, if I was older, I'm sure there'd be so many binge points in this movie, like the posters everywhere, the way people were dressing, the music choices. But like, I'm 22 years old. You know, I wasn't alive. I was 22. <laughs> so, yeah, there's. I feel like I'm missing out. You know, I don't want to be older, yeah. but for the sense of having all the binge points in this movie, I wish I had some older knowledge. Anyway. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah, that's all the. That's like the one big binge point I wanted to point out. Radio Shack, rest in peace. <laughs> you when, do you guys remember yeah. when it went down? It like disappeared. It I was like that. 2005 or something. No, it was more recent. It was like 2015 or something like that. I thought. Yeah. Really? Yeah, just barely. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, that leads to our next segment, which is our least and like. So you talk about our least favorite scene and our favorite scene. We'll start off with our least favorite. So. All right. I gotta remember mine. Someone else go. I did have one. Go ahead, Cade. Terrorist All shreds. right, least favorite scene. Oh, <laughs> it's the point where. Um. Oh, I just lost my track of mind. Um, oh, I lost it for a second. Um, my least favorite scene is when Carol Danvers is like fighting with her fists in those block things. Like that's your least favorite scene. What? Yeah, Dude, I love that. I love that scene. She's running around with no shoes on, and it's just like I, I will say this though. That when that scene where the the whatever it's called the, um, the what the aliens are scroll. called the scroll he like the scroll like he like it like screams at it and she's like Wah! like that was funny I enjoyed that that was pretty funny that little fight part was funny but the whole thing is just like okay well Dang. I don't know I didn't really, I didn't catch it I, I didn't really enjoy it like in the movie it was like okay I'm watching I'm like she gets him off and then. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't satisfied by that scene. I wanted more. I was excited. I had big high expectations because she's like super all powerful. She's like the most powerful Avenger, and she just like can't get her can't get these things off her off her hand. It's like I get she was limited, but it's like she's not the most this powerful little thing Avenger was holding her, holding yet. Her back. Like I don't know. That's my least favorite. So, Kellen, what's yours? Uh, it's hard, but I would say it's the moment right at the end when Carol is meeting with the AI Supreme Intelligence, <laughs> yeah. and she kind of goes through all of her memories, and then she's like, the AI is kind of blasting her with who knows what, she's getting microwaved, and she's like kind of walking through it, and then she like stands up, and it shows like... Well, it talks about, like, being human. Well, kind of before that, all of, like, in all of her memories, every, like, all of herself stand up or whatever. I don't know how to say it right. And then she's, like, walking through it. I couldn't help in my deep-down heart of hearts 
I had to look away because it was just too cheesy. Like, just too much, like, too corny. I was just like, ah. Like, there's, like, just dripping with, like, the corniness. At that point, maybe it was just because, like, I do not like watching this weird, like, you can do it kind of thing. <laughs> so that part, I was just, uh, I did not like that much. But it's not, like, a terrible scene. I could see how it's totally necessary for her arc and for her to become, like, Captain Marvel, like, powerful Avenger. So I appreciate it, but I felt weird watching it. So that is my least favorite scene. What about you, Harrison? My least favorite scene would be when they go to... Um, I forget the name of the planet, and they're trying to find. They're trying to like when right before she gets captured, and there's all the scrolls, and they think they're civilians, and like that scene's just confusing. Like, well, like the scene where she's in the water and she's got her mohawk. That that part's sweet. Like that, like two seconds. But and I know that's intentionally confusing. Like it's really where well made, where it's dark and you don't know who's who, and it's confusing. And like it really shows you how scary scrolls can be, and does a good job at like setting up scrolls as the bad guy. Um, but it's really confusing, and it's just like, it, like even though now this time I know what happens, it's just like, oh, like this is a mess. Like, can we just see the result of it and get on with it? Like, it, I don't know. I just don't follow it well, so it's hard to be in the moment at that time. Um, but if I'm okay to transition to my favorite scene, mine would actually be the scene where she fights. Um, you know, it'd be one of two: either the scene where she fights with her f- hands, f- whatever in those things that Kate doesn't like. Or the scene where she catches the missile and throws it back. Oh, dude. I, it was like, that is like a scene out of a comic book that I have read that I was just like, when I saw it, I was like, yes, Captain Marvel in like binary <laughs> mode with her mohawk catching a missile. It was just sweet. Okay, yeah, I, I got to hop on this train with Harrison. That scene was so sick. Just from the moment... She goes up. At first, you know, the first time watching it, I was like, she's just going to, like, fly through the thing or what? But, no, she catches it and then throws it the other missiles, blows them all up, flies through the explosion, flies through a freaking ship. No biggie. That, that and was then, insane. And then freaking, like, fist bumps herself and creates this giant shock wave of photon energy and makes Ronin run away like a dog. Yeah. Like, dude. Ronin's intense. Hot diggity dang, man. I got so hyped. <laughs> It's by far my favorite scene. Yeah. I also yeah, love the scene, scene where she was, goes. That was a pretty dope scene. I will say that. Like, that was pretty, like, oh, it's like, oh dang. I remember watching it in theaters. I was like, oh, dude, she's she's so strong. Holy crap. I love it. Like, like, when she goes binary mode for the first time, oh, yeah, I it was like, yes, I've been waiting this whole movie. <laughs> and then that scene when she's falling, her mohawk's so sweet. I'm so glad that they put the mohawk in there. Her costume. Oh, like straight out of a comic book. I love it. But oh, when yeah. she's falling and she like closes her eyes and opens them and she's in binary mode, it's just like, yeah! Like, <laughs> I just get hyped. I think one reason why I got so hyped too is like when Ronan sends the missiles, he's like, wait a second, like C-152 doesn't have a defense system advanced enough to stop the missiles. And then they zoom in. It's like freaking Captain Marvel just like, and you're like, oh my gosh, dude. So yeah, that just like totally. It, I got chills. Like you hear that, it's like, wait a second, they don't have the defense system. They don't have the just defense like, system. Boom, Captain Marvel just wrecked your butt. Like, so you, you just you just got marveled. Oh yeah, dude. That that scene right, was Kate, pretty dope. That that's so close to being my all time favorite. But here's my favorite: is <laughs> Nick Fury's little tape schematic, <laughs> <laughs> where he's all like. Like and he like 
gets through and he's like she's like i'm impressed he's like you should see me with the paper clip and, and then like, go the way another... he like strolls out with like such a swagger he's like, like he's so proud well, of himself <laughs> and they find another door and he's like let me pull out my little tape here and unfold it and she like blasts the door and she's like you watched me use this tape well you could do that like, play with tape but play with tape i didn't want to ruin your thunder like, i don't want to steal your thunder and he's like <laughs> so that funny. whole banter in there was so funny so funny and then like the point where he finds out that the cat's a flirt and he's just like i'm gonna pick you up now i, I, I love me <laughs> i love captain marvel and nick fury as like a buddy cop combo like they're so fun like they're, they're pretty good buddy cop combo one like, of they're my pretty fun like one of my like most regrets about this movie is that she leaves and goes off world for like yeah. the whole yeah. time and What's like, up with that? like she, she never gets completely. to be with young Nick Fury again. Like, well, maybe she does. Actually, we don't know. Like, maybe to our knowledge, she doesn't. And like that buddy cop duo, I'm sad we won't get to get that again. But I'm sure they're gonna tell great stories with her anyway. But yeah, they're they're yeah, a fun like, part of the movie. The two of them together. Like it's just yeah. the timeline is so odd that it's they had to do that. Yeah. With you know, having her to be gone and so like it explains the timeline and things like that. You, you kinda wish that Captain Marvel was it was like introduced a little earlier. Of like where's Captain Marvel like, you know, where's Captain Marvel? She gonna she would save the day and I don't know, maybe people wouldn't like that necessarily and then they added Captain Marvel in right at the last second, you know, after Infinity War and stuff and Yeah. I don't know, it was it was it was it was it's difficult to really prioritize and have her fit and everything it was i could see how difficult it is yeah okay. so and so for the sake of time should we move yeah, on to our next i segment? was about to say that last segment here fall in this is where we jump into like the meanings of the movie what stood out to us why we think it's impactful to who we are as a person now before we jump into it uh sorry guys i'm not gonna be able to play for the two of you but one of the things that initially changed my opinion about this movie is a podcast called Verbal Diorama. It's hosted by this girl, M, who's from the UK, I believe. I think she's British. I'm sorry if you're not M. Um, but with her permission, I asked if we could add like f- like two minutes of her podcast about Captain Marvel into this because I was listening to it and it really changed my opinion about this movie. I Like like I said, I would put it at like 17 because it was fun, but I didn't think really anything particularly about it. And listening to that podcast, because I'm a guy who's never really been oppressed at any point in my life, never really understood what a girl who has experienced similar things to Captain Marvel, if you want to say that, what it would feel like to watch this movie. And her opinion of it and the way she talked about it really opened my eyes to something that I've never sadly been aware of before. And I just appreciate how she changed my mind. So, yeah. Thanks, M, for letting us share your podcast. But I was wrong that I thought that it wasn't for me because this movie is for me. It's totally 100% for me. It's almost as if Kevin Feige looked at my life and said, Hey Em, here's a movie we've made just for you. We hope you like it. Love all the team at Marvel Studios. And that's not me being conceited or anything like that. I genuinely feel like that's the case. And I wanted to try and explain sort of why I felt like that. Um, Usually when I see a movie, sort of any movie on Netflix or whatever... I post on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter straight away and I summarise my thoughts and how I felt about the movie and whether I liked it or not. And I saw Captain Marvel 24 hours ago and I couldn't do that because everything about Carol's story, minus the creep hours and living in space bit, spoke to me. 
the parts about having to work so hard for a career that's male-dominated. And parts like about being told by men to smile more and about being belittled and told my emotions get in the way. And that, the sad thing is, is that's not just my story. That's the story of so many women all over the world. And I guess that's why so many men haven't understood why this movie is important and why they feel the need to bash it online and why they feel usurped, I guess, by its power. Because while Wonder Woman was a rousing success, and I think a lot of it, and I really do, I think it's a great movie, I've always felt that Diana knew she was special. But Carol is told time and time again she isn't ready. You know, she's held back by the Cree because she's powerful. They think the point of the movie is to bring down men. But honestly, you're doing all that on your own with your attitudes. The point of the movie isn't to bring down men. It's to raise up women with the help of everyone else. This isn't a movie about men versus women where the women win. It's sending a message of raise up your boys and your girls to believe in equality. Men have been heroes overwhelmingly in this universe and in DCs. It's only fair that a woman has her chance to shine. And in the future, hopefully we can have a fully diverse catalogue of heroes in these movies that both boys and girls can look up to. Captain Marvel takes great steps forward, in my opinion. Yeah. Thanks, M, for letting us share your podcast. Everybody go check her out on Verbal Diorama. But the three of us, we're just going to keep talking about our own segments here with falling so i if it's okay i'll go first um i i know kelton didn't like the scene where she like stands up i mean the scene where she's getting like microwaved or whatever that was kind of cheesy how she's just like standing there resisting it i mean like i just thought it was weird that like the supreme intelligence like if it's just like an intelligent being why is she fighting her physically i, I don't know whatever the scene where they're like her memories, the past versions of herself like stood up like i just really appreciated that scene because i throughout the whole movie she's just con- being controlled like make sure you do this better or make sure you do that better or control your emotions or don't express your emotions like maintain control and just like continually told that she's not ready or not good enough despite how continually she tries to be a good warrior and a good soldier if you want to say that like whether in the air force or with the star force she like tries really hard to be good at her job and you can, like, tell that for whatever reason, although she doesn't have any memories, she wants so badly to be good at what she's doing and helping people. And, like, that's just hard to continually do what you're trying to do and then be told that you're not good enough or you need to do it better. Um, and each one of us will always get to that point. We always won't do things good enough. And I just – I love that the Supreme Intelligence called her human and, like, presented that as a flaw. But the most – the best thing about us is, like, our stubborn optimism that we will always stand up and try again whether you're a male or female, I, I don't know, it just bothers me when some people, like, see that as, like, a feminist moment. Like, I guess it totally can be, but, like, it applies to everybody no matter what you are or how you define yourself. Like, you need to stand up again at some point in your life and try again. And, like, the encouragement to stand up every single time, no matter how many times others or yourself tell you that you've messed up, it is always worth it to stand up again. And that's, you know, how you gain power in your life is continually standing up over and over again. So I just appreciated that scene and things that I'm going through in my life right now. Yeah, I like that because if you don't mind me getting going second. um, 
is that it really focuses a lot about like being able to get back up, up and up again. One of my favorite quotes that I've been really thinking about recently is, um, it's a, uh, I uh, I forgot who his name is. He, 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 he's actor for rock, for Rocky Balboa. I forgot who his name, what his name is. Sylvester, yeah, Sylvester Stallone. I spaced his name. Um, he ta- there's a movie where he's in where he talks about how you know life is like it kicks you down and it'll keep and it'll keep you down if you don't do anything about it, and, and it's not about how long you can stay up for life beating at you. It's how it's it's about how hard life can beat down at you and you still get up, and that's really important to know, you know, on an emotional level, on a mental level, and on a physical level. On, on any of really physically, socially, ment- emotionally, like it's you really need to know how hard you can get hit so you can get back by and still get back up because it's that's an attribute that you need to learn. It's not something that it just comes for everybody. I know someone who's struggling with that and is he's he's fighting a lot and it, his life has really hit him down and they're really struggling with being able to get back up and understanding like you everyone has limits everyone has weaknesses and things like that but just being able to take a hit is just the more i age as a person i'm i'm 24 turning 25 here in a few months that and i've i've seen a lot of i've you know i've witnessed a few things here and there i've experienced a few things here and there and that life hits you pretty frequently and being able to get back up from it is is um is what makes life happy being able to take a hit is what makes life happy honestly because for instance my first year of being married i dislocated my shoulder and we had to pay for a massive surgery and recover through all that and recoup through all that as a young age being able to have having a major injury it's pretty tolling harrison's had a major injury when he broke his leg that one time um it was like your shin or something like that yeah and then kelton he's had he's had countless surgeries being able to recover through all those things it's like taking a hit is so it's something that you need to learn that you that to take to say to yourself i can take a hit i can still keep going you know that like i've lost you know my ability to use my left my left shoulder and i was in this sling and i was sleeping with it and it was so hard to deal with because it was something so different and realizing that i can still be myself because of that I've lost a couple of things but that temporarily, and I can still come be myself and be able to accomplish a lot. And um, that's this movie hits hard on that. It, this movie shares that message that you can get back up. You can get back up. Life hits hard. You can keep going. Life hits hard. So what? You can still get up and keep going. I mean, yeah, I think the most important part of this is like is not that you're not hit down. Like you will, like life will hit you hard at some point. It will happen to you if it hasn't already, where you really won't feel like you're going to be able to stand up again. And what is powerful in life is to choose, despite how much you want to stay down, to stand up again. And to like give a small tangent, like Captain Marvel is kind of a complicated character in the comics. She's always had a weird story and until recently. She never had a lot of agency. Like things just happened to her in life, and then she just—I don't know. It is—is I don't want to get into that. But I love this movie how it portrayed Captain Marvel that she chooses. She like what happens at the end is because she chooses, and like 
the how OP she becomes and how so much fun it is to watch. It's just like because she chooses to stand up again in her on her own terms and in her in her own way. And I just think that's important. Is you know you will be hit down. You just have to choose to stand back up back up again. And everything else, just continue choosing that. Yeah, well, I actually really like how you guys put that. Um, Harrison, I think you convinced me to change, like, change my least favorite scene, because that actually turned into one of my favorite ones now. Because I don't think I was looking at it in the right way. All I saw was just like, oh, cheesy time coming up, look away. (laughs) But knowing that, like, seeing, like, looking at it in the right way, I appreciate that a lot more, and I actually think it's one of the coolest scenes now. So, my least favorite scene is something <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's hard. But I feel the same way. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. You go ahead. No, yeah, but um, yeah, I I really think I th- watching this time through. I was just watching it for like straight enjoyment. So, I actually really enjoyed listening to your guys's fall-ins. I'm just gonna. I don't want to add my. Yeah, I just stand up thing, so I'm just going to leave it at that because you guys put it in a good way. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kellen. I'm glad that maybe I swayed your opinion because I'll be agree with you. The first time I saw the movie, I was like, oh, what a cheesy moment. Like, they stand up. <laughs> like, it's not just like a normal stand-up. Like, they stand up and turn and, like, stare at the camera. Like, Yeah, it's, it's kind of v- like you could almost hear, like, a hooray thing. Yeah, like, like it's, it can. <laughs> if you're not in the moment, it really can come across cheesy, and it did for me the first and time. I it think just, here's, here's what I have to say. It Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, that's okay. You, okay. Um, but you you reminded me where, like, my first time watching this movie, I enjoyed it. It was pretty solid. But the second time watching this movie, I didn't feel that connection in that scene and with a couple of others and stuff. So it kind of it ma- it makes my opinion the way it is now. But, like, <clears throat> it's, a, it's cheesy because it's true, you know. Yeah, it, it's like you. It, it's rare in movies that you see something like so explicitly shown the, that way, um, so in such like a montage, especially in a blockbuster movie. And it didn't land well with me at all the first time. And it wasn't honestly until I listened to M's podcast. And I'm just gonna keep recommending that because it was such an eye-opening experience to me. Like it's, I feel so dumb the way I talked about Black Panther. Now the way I'm talking about this, like I'm just ha- having a lot of eye-opening experiences lately in my life where like I'm learning that the world is a lot bigger than where I exist in and where my mindset is. Um, so hearing M's opinion about it automatically like changed my past memory. I was like, oh, that scene actually was good. And then re-watching it, especially with what's happening in my life right now, it was just like, man, like I at this moment, this is going to sound way cheesy. Like I needed someone to stand up and stare at the camera and like look at me with like a fierce determination to stand up to like have that same decision myself. That sounds way cheesy. But in the moment, if you're in it, it's good, but I, I definitely it was cheesy the first time for me. So, yeah, that's the end of the spoiler wall. I think we'll kind of wrap it up there for the sake of time. You mean you mean fall in? Did I say spoiler wall? What the heck? You said you in. said spoiler wall. So <laughs> is yeah, the end of fall in. in? Yeah. So for the sake of time, but we want to do something new. Uh, you know, we're changing up our podcast a little bit, slowly getting better, and we wanted to have a call to action at the end of fall in instead of just having a good conversation. So the call to action this time, you know, actually applying it, you know, at any point in your life believe and choose to stand up again because uh, there will come a moment when you'll, you'll be hit down you won't fall down you will get hit down and that's when you have to stand up so yeah that's that's the end of the meaningful things on to a bunch of silly announcements 
we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast um you know i mentioned earlier patreon we'd love if you guys could go support us so we can keep doing this we got a bunch of fun perks that i'm actually really excited it's things going on with the discord and events that's going to happen in that um controls over voting and polls and what movies you watch and access to extra episodes which there's already some on there so you know if you go sign up right now there'll be episodes for you to listen to this moment also if you are within the first 15 people you're gonna get a hat and if you are first 15 if you are the first person to sign up specifically for the picky with your poison tier you will get a digital copy of star wars the last jedi so yeah Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash binge, or in the show notes. Also, check us out on social media. We'd love to hear from you guys. Tweet at us, DM us on Instagram, tag us in your story, share with people. We're on Facebook at The Basement Binge, Instagram at The Basement Binge, and Twitter at Binge Basement. Yeah. Check us out on all those places. We'd love to connect with yeah, you guys. And if, and if there's something, there's some sort of like take that we have, whether it's me, it's Kel, and it's Harrison, that you don't disagree with, call us out. Come out on social media and call us out. And we want to hear what your take is on it. But again, yeah. It's gonna. This hat is gonna be. It's like it's a curved brim. It's not a flat brim. Um, quality hats. You know, come and sign up on that Patreon and really sign up on YouTube channel and come join the squad. Yeah, we're excited about it. So, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening to our Captain Marvel episode. If you enjoy this episode, I'm gonna recommend that you also go check out, of course, M's episode from Verbal Diorama. But more importantly, one of our, maybe not more importantly, that was kind of rude to say. I'm going to edit that out, redo that. If you guys enjoyed this episode, of course, thank you for listening. I'm going to recommend go check out M's episode from Verbal Diorama. That will be linked in the description. But also one of our episodes to check out if you like this one actually is Edge of Tomorrow. I don't know why, but this whole podcast I've been thinking about Edge That's of a Tomorrow good one. episode that we had and the conversation we had with Fall In. Kind of similar. Go check it out. That I'd never seen that movie before. Totally loved it. We had a great conversation. So check out Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is so much fun doing this every week. I look forward to it a lot, and I hope you guys get as much out of it as I do. But if you did like this episode, go check out one that I personally loved recording was um, Star Wars. Oh my, what's the name? The last one the we Rise did. Of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the Rise of Skywalker because we watched that right when it came out in theaters, and we did a podcast about it. And it was so much fun. That podcast is basically us on a hype train yeah. for like an hour. It was fun. Yeah. So if you guys really like Star Wars, go check us out. It's in, uh, It was. I think it was like our 30th episode or something like that, somewhere in there. But that's a lot of fun. Go check that out as well. But that concludes our podcast. Thanks for coming on. Um, we're going to let you guys, guys go. But this has been a fantastic episode despite you know all the banter. It's been fun. Yeah, had some has good laughs nice. and some good conversations. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so if you guys are one of the new people watching us on Skype on our YouTube channel, hi, I'm Harrison. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Kelton. <laughs> this is Kate. Yeah. Nice out, home dogs. Yeah, you can see our ugly faces, but yeah. Ciao, ciao. Yeah. Yeah. What to do, baby? Peace out, home dogs. Need me.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.